Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The president of hockey operations and general manager of the local NHL team, the Wild, Bill Guerin, makes his regular appearance. Billy is on, like all of our guests, on the uh, John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline, his club home tonight, taking on the uh, Nashville Predators. I'm sure some tickets are available if you'd like to check that team out. Always a uh, pleasure, sir. So, almost every season is going to have a lot of twists and turns. Unless you're exceptionally great, like the Bruins were last year, or exceptionally terrible, there will be a lot of moments where you're like, man, this team can't do a thing. Or this team, um, man, are they, uh, you know, they can't be stopped. You were struggling, had lost 8-9, a lot of injuries, a lot of concern about where this season was going, and now you've won three straight and have started to play much better and scoring a bunch of goals. What has changed the last few games, and, and would you classify yourself as surprised by this this recent stretch? I know you're pleased, I know you're relieved, but did this catch you off guard in any way? Um, no, I... You know, I, I go back to when, um, you know, we made the coaching change, John took over, and, you know, everybody said, oh, well, you're going to get a, you know, a, a good energy burst because of the coaching change. Well, that, that's that's great if it's one or two games or whatever. We, we had a good, we had a really good 10 to 15 game stretch um, when we were playing really well, uh, firing on all cylinders, everybody was together. So when we got when we got healthy again and got a couple games under our belt, I I expect us to to play well. I expect us to play at that level. Um, we had a great road trip. We struggled against Tampa. We had a I mean, my gosh, it was like a playoff game against Florida, and it was a, a bizarre game against Carolina. But we we got through it. So. Um, and and then we were really good the other night against Washington. So I, I I expect that every night. And it is it has just been the most bizarre of years. Um, you know, like you said, there are always highs and lows no matter what. But my God, there have been a million of them this year. It's it's been odd. Why do you think you've had some of those stretches? Well, to be honest with you, I think uh 
you know, I, I think one had to do with like the, the, the need for, for a coaching change. Um, and then, you know, then we did, I mean, you, you can't, you can't deny the injuries, you know, like the, the, uh, you know, they're, they're always going to play a factor when you have that many to core players at the same time. So I, I do feel that that had a, you know, a bit to do with it, but then, you know, the highs have been, the highs have been really good. And, you know, what a difference a week makes, you know, 10 days ago, we were like, all right, this is, this mm-hmm. is not going in the right direction. And then we have a really good road trip and a good home game. Um, and, uh, you know, we're, we're kind of we're back in it. How do you balance acknowledging the reality of some key guys have missed games? We're going to get to Spurgeon. Your captain is done for the year, and he really played a small amount of games where it, it, they're facts that key guys have missed, but not have a team fall back on it too conveniently, not, you know, emphasizing it too much where, Hey, all teams are going to face it. We might face it worse this year, but if we keep bringing it up, it's a crutch. And what good is that going to do us? We got to just keep playing. Yeah, I mean, I think that's just it. Like, like I've said it before. You know, look, guys, nobody, nobody feels sorry for us. Nobody's saying like, "Oh, that's just too bad for the Minnesota Wild." Like they've lost Spurgeon and you know Zuccarello and Caprizov are out. That's too bad. They don't care. So we have to have an attitude where where we just hey, look, that's reality, but we still have to show up and play, and we have to play hard, and we have to expect. We have to expect to win every night and, and put the sort of effort out there that, that's going to give us that chance. I'm not saying that it's the reality of it, too, is that it does affect your team. It does weaken your team. But it, it's all in the attitude that you have when you approach stuff like that. So let's talk Spurgeon. Um, out for the year, what can you tell us about medical decisions he is facing right now, how he deals with that, and just his uh, prognosis going forward because he's been a great player for your team, he's the leader of your team, and every team is going to suffer if they lose their captain for, you know, the majority of the season like like this is going to play out. I mean, it's tough. Listen, uh, like Spurge is just such a big part of the team. Like you said, he's, he's our leader, he's our captain. Um, and, and you, you feel for the guy, anybody that has season ending, uh, injuries and, and surgery, it's, it's a brutal thing to go through. And, you know, he, he's, it doesn't, it doesn't, uh, you know, it's heavy, it's heavy on his shoulders. And, and, and we know that because he cares so much and, you know, we, we just want to make sure that, you know, he's you know, still around and still remains a part of it and still, you know, you know, has an influence on the team. I mean, that's just how important he is, but you know, you gotta, we gotta help him through not just the physical part, but the mental part as well. With surgery and he's 34, right? I mean, he's played a lot of games. Do you have any concerns for him, whether he's going to be a hundred percent ready to go next fall? 
No. 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 We have uh, we have the best medical staff you could ask for. I, I have complete faith in them, 100% trust, and, and uh, they are they're on top of it. And and you know with, with the, the the medicine that we have today and, and the way they they get things done, and then you know our, our staff with the the you know the therapy and the rehab and all that stuff. Uh, I'm very confident that he and, and him, you know the way he the way he approaches it. There's no doubt he'll be uh, he'll be ready to go in the fall. Let's take a break on time. Come back. Uh, I'll look at any uh, texts, any questions you have for Billy Garrett, president of hockey operations and GM for the Wild again at home Nashville tonight. You want to talk about a specific player, the team? Just send me a text for the man in charge of the Wild. You can text in six five one four six one nine two two six. Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We continue with the man in charge of Minnesota Wild, Bill Guerin, making his uh, regular Thursday appearance on the show. I mean, I think I bring up Brock Faber almost every time in our conversations because when I watch you, he's great 97% of the time. Uh, there's really never a time I think, whoa, God, he's young out there. Now, I said 97% because he makes mistakes. I'm not even sure – their youth-related mistakes, it's human. Great players make mistakes. He is benefiting in the Rookie of the Year debate, the Calder debate, with uh, Bedard out. We've talked about it so many times, but his play merits it. As you just watch him over the last recent stretch, what stands out about him, and what do you think his ceiling is? What What is... What's realistic when we, we have to remind ourselves he's just a kid? Where where do you think he can be by the time he's in his fourth, fifth year and he's in his only in his mid-20s? Well, first of all, I'd love to hear how you got to 97%, but we could talk about that off air. I um, spent a lot no, of time. No, we could talk about it. Nobody really wants to I can't to tell you. Let's just move can't on. I can't tell you. you yep. You're going to have to. Okay, Brock Mm-mm. is – no. Secret. Yeah, 
I, I understand how you bring him up every game. He's been fantastic. I mean, I don't – honestly, in my opinion, I don't care Bedard in or out. Brock is having a rookie season that is – that's amazing. And, um, you know, I, I look at – he's – to me, he's the front runner. He should be the front runner for the rookie of the year. I don't care if Bedard's in or not. Um but, uh, yeah, I mean, we've had to really, you know, with Spurge being out, we've had to rely on him. We've, uh, he's, he's stepped up to the plate. And, um, you know, like I said, Brock's got, Brock's got the it factor. And, he, you know, he, he just gets it. He knows what to do. He's, he's got confidence. He's got the right amount of swagger and right amount of humility. And, um, you know, the, the way he approaches not just the game, but, you know, professionalism, how he treats people. He's... This kid's this kid's a, a star in many in many ways, uh, you know. In, in my eyes, I mean, uh, I, I think he's been I think he's been fantastic. It's it's been fun to watch. Last time, maybe it's six weeks ago or so, I said, "Who's your best player? Who has been your best player so far this year?" And he was the first person you mentioned. I'm assuming nothing's yeah. changed, right? No, nothing's changed, and he's been our most consistent and. Uh, you know, for a young player too. Oh my God, I remember like consistency is just the hardest thing for a young player. And you know, when when you get uh, you know good young players like this, that's that's something that they tend to uh, conquer early. And 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 he's he's just been very consistent. I cannot say, uh, you know, looking back, oh, he had a bad night you know, and, or he didn't show up and, and that, that just doesn't, I, I can't, I can't find a game. So, uh, I did yeah, we, 97%. Needless to say, I'll, yeah. yeah I'll needless to say, yeah, you, I need that information, but needless to say, we've been very happy with them. How do you feel about your uh, goaltenders right now? Really good. Really good. I, you know, the last couple of games, I think Gus has played uh, really well. Uh, he looks, you know, a couple games ago there was some, um, you know, pucks were kind of bouncing off him a little bit. Rebound control wasn't great, um, but now it just seems like he's kind of just absorbing the puck. He's calm. He's in position. It's almost like he's waiting for it. Uh, so that that's a really good sign to me. Not being a goalie guy, Flower had been playing fantastic. Unfortunately, he got he got injured. Uh, we'll see if Jesper gets another start. Um, but I, I've been I've been very happy. What What's a realistic timeline for Flurry to come back? Well, you know, being that we have uh, two games left before the break, probably after the break. When is the uh, trade deadline this year? Uh, March 8th, I believe. Okay. If your record is right around where it's at right now, where you're 20, 20 and 5. I, I mean, it's a great I question. Still... I don't know. You don't know. Okay. I, I don't know. You, I, mean, I have to get closer to it. Like I, I, yep. I know exactly what you're going to say. Like if we're there, at, you know, if we're four points out at the mm-hmm. trade deadline, what are you yep. going to do? I, I don't know. Um, I guess I'll, I'll really have to see how the team's playing. Like, are we, 
you know, are we kind of, are we playing like we are now? Are we on a kind of on an uptick? Like, do you, do I feel like this is going to keep going where we can just, Hey, look, we're going to, we're going to stay the course and just roll the dice and see if we can get in or do we, or do we sell? I, I really, for me, I, I couldn't give you an honest answer right now. I just, I have to get closer to it. It, it took me a while of pestering, which comes easy for me, but eventually, very, very early in the year, I said, do you, thank you, do you need to win a series this year for you to feel like it's a successful year? And eventually said, okay, fine, enough, yes. We need to win a series in the playoffs for me to view this as successful. So when you get to that dilemma, and if you're three, four games out of the, three, four points out of the playoffs, when you're factoring it in, okay, do you have to think, what can I do to just get us in the tournament? Or do you are you going to factor more in? No, it's not just to get in there. Can I make a deal that's good enough where I feel like we can actually win, not just get in? Yeah, I mean, that's that's the thing. Like, you know what, do we do we just get in? Okay, that's great. But if we're going to make a move, if, if I, I think I understand your question. Like, if we're going to make a move, we have to make a significant enough one yeah. where it's going right. to help us win a trade. You know what? And I, I, I think I've said this to you a million, maybe a million times. It's all Chad, depends Chad, you're very on, smart, and I'm lucky to talk to you. Is that it? And you're very annoying. And, you know, pester, pestering is the word. You okay. pester, which is fine. That's your job. Yeah. But it all depends on asking price. And, you know, we're we're still in I, – I just don't want to give up uh, many of our assets right now uh, in order to just take a crack at it. it. It all depends on asking price and who it is. Do we feel like we're getting a good deal? I'm not just going to throw crap against the wall and see if it sticks. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's just not the way to go about it in my mind. We've talked about this bunch also, so I'm not going to belabor that point, but I'll add it to this question because you've committed to your veterans, a number of veterans on multi-year deals and no moves uh, within their contracts. Do you feel like that you're going to have enough, enough flexibility to make a deal if you think potentially that deal can notably improve your team. Yeah, I do. I do. I think we'll have enough flexibility to do what we need to do. I forget the circumstances, but it was recently where at the start of the game, literally at the start of the game, drop the puck and two guys just start fighting instantly. When you see that, what do you think? Uh, you know what? A, a lot can be going on there. Um, you know what? One player, who was it? Was It was Maroon. I'm trying to think. of. Well, a lot can be going on there. Look, at that could be where a guy's like, you know what? We haven't been playing well. We haven't been starting the game. Well, I'm going to make sure that the team is on their toes. And this is one way to do it. Uh, it could be a personal thing, like uh, 
you know, one of the guys is just trying to show the coach or trying to show his team, like, hey, I, I'm, in, I'm in this. Or, you know, somebody, somebody might be having a bad day. You, you just you don't know. Um, but I, Are I you okay with that of it. within the sport? Yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah, I am. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's just, um, yeah, you know what? Sometimes that's just a way to set the tone and just say, look, at we, you guys, you guys are in one tonight. We're, we're ready for it. And like, if it's your guy, like, you know, if we've got Pat Maroon out there and he targets the guy and he says, Hey, look, you and I are doing this now. And his teammates see that and, and they hear it. Well, then his teammates better know, like, they're in for one tonight. Pat's pulling them into the battle. And you know what? To me, to, to, to be honest, like that game in Florida, there were, I don't know, two, two fights in the first period, uh, you know, a couple scrums and this and that. That, that's, that was a good game. That was a heated battle. You know, I, I think the way Florida played, they pulled us into it a little bit, you know, with the hit on Flurry and everything. And look how we mm-hmm. played. We played unbelievable. And sometimes, you know what, that, that's just been part of our game. I'm, I'm okay with it. I'm glad we've gotten rid of the state, the, a lot of the staged fights, the, the heavyweights and things like that. I, I you just don't see that as much, which I'm very happy about. But sometimes, you know, I, that happens, and I'm, I'm okay with it. Last thing, a mutual friend of ours uh, just sent me a text. Remind Billy it's always better to settle up with cash after golf. Um, Am I learning that you don't like to pay your bets? I mean, what am I? What am I learning right here? No, I always pay my bets. Just you know, that certain somebody should just you know make sure he finishes the round, even though he's not playing well and gets pouty. He shouldn't just get up and leave. Yeah, he he's a handful. Okay, he's a and he's a great handful at times, but among powders, when he's in his pouting peak. All-timer. Oh, uh, I'm taking my ball and I'm going home. Yeah. And he knows, what? He, knows who, he knows who we're talking about. He knows. Guess what? When he's playing well, he saunters oh, right God. down the middle of the fairway, doesn't he, though? It's like he's got a megaphone out there. <laughs> yes. You know? Yeah. So, and then so we love him. Yeah, we do. He also do. has the type of job where he travels the globe playing golf. And he acts like that's work, you know. I mean, yeah, it's a great gig. I'm jealous. Yeah, I'm, I'm incredibly jealous. All right, sir. Uh, enjoy yeah. your day, okay, and we'll uh, talk soon. Thanks, Bill Guerin, in charge, of Minnesota Wild. Dean Phillips, New Hampshire. Did it really? Did he really achieve what he needed to do to build momentum moving forward? Can he challenge Joe Biden in a way where people are saying, "Whoa"? This is legit. Or should he follow the lead of Ken Martin, who just crushed him again? Represent Dean Phillips, who makes news often on this show. What sort of news will we make today? Let's find out in minutes. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovas. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. 
Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas, and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media, and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and point your toes west. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Presidential candidate and Congressman Dean Phillips. Frequent guest of the show returning. It's been about a month, and we appreciate Dean's appearance. Like all of our guests, Dean is on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Thank you, sir. I'm going to play you the last comment you said to me about a month ago when we were projecting New Hampshire, and I asked you, what is success? What would you ideally like to see? Here's what you said to me about a month ago here on CCO. Uh, The nation will wake up on the 24th of January, and most likely see the current incumbent president of the United States of America getting probably a little over half the vote, maybe, in New Hampshire. If I get 25% of the vote, Chad, that is quite a symbol uh, that the nation is ready for an alternative. You ended up getting 20%. The president mm-hmm. ended up getting a little over 65%. Because of what you said to me, and I always appreciate your candor, you, you don't duck and run, and... We have too many politicians who do that. Are you disappointed by what happened on Tuesday? No. Well, in fact, I, I was five points off, and I was kind of dreaming then, Chad. I was I was thrilled. You know, I've, I've been in business my whole life, as you know, and never in my uh, professional career and nowhere have I ever seen any other entrepreneur achieve 20% market share in just 10 weeks. Uh, started with no name recognition, zero in the polls, and I think what we achieved in just 10 weeks uh, from scratch uh, is rather miraculous. And now I'm in South Carolina doing the same thing. And I've told you, I'm sure from the beginning, you know, this is a, this is a tough journey. It's, uh, I'm an underdog and I know that, uh, but it is a principal journey because we need an alternative. Anybody who wants to beat Donald Trump right now needs to know Joe Biden is not in a position to win. 
Uh, I'm not going to win a lot of states. I think that's for certain, but I will carry on. Uh, I will get to a point where the country knows me, Chad. Uh, We have head-to-head polls showing who is best positioned to win, and that's what I believe and expect Democrats uh, will proceed with. And if I'm better positioned than President Biden, I would expect him to uh, forego that nomination uh, and vice versa. Uh, And if we find somebody else who is certain to win, my goodness, we should get behind them. That's what this is all about. I was thrilled. Uh, listen, uh, we've talked about this on air, off air. I agree with you. I I um, am glad you're in the race. I told you you should jump in the race. I wish more people would jump in the race. I think President Biden should face challenges. Um, yep. And and you jumped in when it's clear a lot of people wanted to, would talk about it, <laughs> but didn't do it. New Hampshire, though, to me, is such a great setup for you because it's – more of a centrist area. The president wasn't on the ballot. The name recognition is extraordinary, but he literally wasn't on the ballot. And it's a write-in situation. So how realistic is it the next couple, whether it's South Carolina or Michigan, that you're going to get ahead of this 20% number? Well, I won't do that in the near future at all. Uh, My name recognition nationally is still about 5%. But reminding you, uh, Bill Clinton generated 84% of the vote in his re-election in New Hampshire. Barack Obama, 81%. Donald Trump, I think it was 84% as well. I mean, that's the benchmark for uh, well-positioned, generally well-positioned incumbents. Joe Biden is well below that, and I knew he would. He had a massive write-in campaign. He had a super PAC. They spent over a million dollars. He had every cabinet member. He had members of Congress the mayor of Boston, the governor of Massachusetts. I mean, Chad, it was an all-hands-on-deck effort. And like, like I said, I had 10 weeks from scratch, no name recognition, and still 20% of Democrats voted for me. By the way, my number would have been a lot higher if a lot of independent-minded, uh, left-leaning independents in, in New Hampshire didn't vote for Nikki Haley in a unfortunately very uh, a weak effort to uh, deflate Donald Trump, who posted the victory. So, no, I was thrilled, and that was the point. Get on the radar screen, introduce myself, show the country that if I can achieve 20 in New Hampshire, you know, this is real. And like I said, it, winning states is hard. I'm working against the Democratic machine, the Democratic National Committee, all their infrastructure, all their organization, all their money. And we're doing it with just a few people, uh, not a lot of resources, but there is a massive appetite for change. And most of all, the fact of the matter is the data all say the same. Joe Biden is a good man, but he's not going to beat Donald Trump. And I think soon Nikki Haley will be out of the race, and I will be the last person standing between Donald Trump uh, and disaster. Okay, so let me ask you about that part, because you've, you've, you've offered up a similar comment a couple times, and again, you were asked Tuesday, okay, what's the scenario where you would quit? And you talk about polling numbers, that yeah. until you would see polling numbers – where Joe Biden consistently is ahead of Donald Trump, then you're staying in, and you believe that the longer you're in the race, that eventually you're going to pass the president in these polling numbers, and you're going to become the candidate. I I understand your analysis on that, but there's also the delegate count. If we start getting to states where the delegates are going to the president, but maybe some polls show more favorable numbers to you, and it's June or it's May, isn't it also possible by that time the incumbent president has racked up so many delegates that it really doesn't matter what the polls say? 
Oh, and Chad, that, that's the likelihood. Uh, you know, I think Joe Biden should get 95% in just about every state. And anything under 80-something, I think that's real, real trouble. But I, that doesn't matter. What matters is Democrats and independents and never-Trumpers, ultimately, who want to ensure we do not allow the most dangerous man in, I think, American history back to the White House. So this is my contention. If that data does uh, uh, present itself, and I do think it will over the next six months, Joe Biden will have a choice. Does he accept the nomination knowing that he will be 86 by the end of his next term? He is in decline. He has the lowest approval numbers in literally in presidential history. And every battleground state poll is looking awful. And will he still accept the nomination of his party that right now is deluded into coronating him? Or will he do the right thing and forego that nomination and instead allow those delegates to become uncommitted and change their support to somebody who can win. And by the way, I do believe that can be me, and I believe it might be me. But does that mean it couldn't be somebody else? I've been inviting, as you well know, I've been inviting people to join this primary for some time. In fact, I was with Governor Newsom today here in South Carolina. I whispered that in his ear. He should have done this. Others should have done this. I wish others had the courage. They appear not to. Uh, I'm glad I am because at least it presents an opportunity Uh, for the president to ultimately do the right thing. And by the way, if he recovers somehow, I don't think it's possible. And suddenly he's in a very competitive position, ahead in the polls. Uh, People somehow have restored their faith in him and his ability to lead. My goodness, uh, show me the data. But absent the data, Chad, I have an obligation to keep going, and I absolutely will. Representative Dean Phillips is with us. It's 246. So I just want to recap this a little bit. So you're saying being as realistic as possible, you think that Joe Biden is going to continue to build up delegates, that he's going to win the nomination, but your best chance is that at some point this summer, even though he's won the nomination, that the polling is still so poorly that he looks and says, I cannot afford this country to have Donald Trump as president, and even though he's won the nomination, He's going to step out of the race, and then with the delegates up for grabs, that is your chance to win this nomination. Do I have that right? Yeah, but it, yeah. I think that's a, I think it's a fair assessment. But, it, but again, it's not about me. It is about winning. And I, if Joe Biden is an honorable man, and I believe him to be, and there's data that says there's somebody else better positioned to beat Donald Trump and win this election, yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. And I'm still telling you, I do believe over time, many months of campaigning, introducing myself, you know, Chad, I've not had a single invitation to be on MSNBC. Uh, Most of the major media outlets affiliated with the Democratic Party uh, are kind of stonewalling me, which is to be expected. So I'm slowly but surely introducing myself. When you have 5% name recognition, uh, nobody knows me yet. And that's why state by state, that number will continue to grow over many months. And I'll be an option. You know, Joe Biden also... Do you think the Biden administration has reached out to MSNBC and they've they told whether it's the Biden administration or Biden campaign team, they've told MSNBC not to feature you? Well, I can all I can say this. I can't I don't have that evidence, Chad, but you know, anybody who pays attention would probably know that without one invitation over three months, I'm also the ranking member of the Middle East subcommittee on foreign affairs with a war in the Middle East, former member of House Democratic Leadership, current member of Congress kind of odd that MSNBC would not have afforded me a single invitation. CNN also, by the way, did town halls with every single GOP uh, candidate. 
none of whom are in the race anymore except Nikki Haley, all of them polling in single digits uh, and have not afforded me that despite even my personal calls uh, to do so. So it takes time. And do I think something goes on behind the scenes? Absolutely. I think anybody in politics uh, knows it. And that's fine. I will overcome it. And it will only demonstrate uh, my resolve and my intention to uh, to introduce myself. And I will appear on any platform in which uh, I can introduce myself. And uh, you got to meet people where they are. And that's how it works. You've been very generous with affording me some time. And uh, I appreciate that. And I wish all members of the media uh, would act in that same manner of fairness. I want to ask you about Ken Martin, the uh, DFL chair. He's been clear in his criticism towards you on the record then also, sometimes Ken really doesn't cover his tracks. So He'll just be really blunt, where they'll quote a DFL insider from Minnesota. And Ken offers up literally the exact same quote when it's on background as when he's on the record. Okay, He's, he's not really fooling anybody. Here's what Ken Martin said in a trip store today about you. What's a little crazy to me is that after such a thumping in New Hampshire, he doesn't quite understand that the people are saying, they don't favor his candidacy. It reminds me of the movie Dumb and Dumber, where the character asks a person if they would go out on a date with him, and she says, never in a million years, and he says, oh, so you're saying there's a chance. What do you want to say about what Ken Martin uh, continues to say about you? Well, look, unlike some of <laughs> the DFLers in Minnesota, they can say what they want. In fact, I'm actually glad they do because it actually strengthens me. The truth is, Chad, I'm running against uh, business as usual. Most Americans are so sick and tired of the two parties because that's, in fact, it's those words that Ken issued. It's the ones that the GOP GOP chair issues all the time that has made the majority of Americans now consider themselves independents. And that is all the parties need to know about what's going on. I am running not just against Joe Biden in the primary. I'm running against our current political duopoly that is so focused on demeaning and degrading and fighting each other that they've lost sight of what their job really is, which is to fight for everyone. And, Chad, we are facing horrific crisis in this country of costs. 60% of Americans living paycheck to paycheck. 40% can't afford a $400 emergency. We've got chaos at our southern border that Democrats won't acknowledge. We've got wars in the Middle East and Europe. We've got people who are desperate for opportunity. And the political parties spend all their time acting like kindergartners. In fact, I've been to kindergartner classes that are far more mature than many of the Democrats I see tweeting and making statements about me. They can do what they want. Uh, God bless them and uh, carry on because it's only making us stronger. And at the end of the day, uh, when most Americans say that they don't want Donald Trump or Joe Biden, 70 percent, when 50 percent of Democrats don't want Joe Biden to be the nominee, 83 percent of Democrats under 30 don't want him to be the nominee, I would ask a simple question. Who are they really representing? And I think I know the answer. Thank you, sir. We'll reach out again. I appreciate the time as always. Hey, Chad, anytime. Thanks so much. Have a great day. Presidential candidate in 3rd District Congressman Dean Phillips right here on WCCO Radio. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.